happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The number referred to as pi has mesmerized mathematicians for 4,000 years. It's the rarest of mathematical constants, an unfailingly accurate ratio that's also never-ending. The digits of pi have been calculated out to more than 22 trillion decimal places without ever repeating. Uh, That makes it an irrational number. The definition of pi is simple. It's the ratio of a circle's circumference, that is, the length around the circle, divided by its diameter, or the length across the circle. But what's remarkable is that no matter the size of the circle you're measuring, that ratio of circumference to diameter will always equal 3.14159265358970, etc., usually shortened to 3.14. Divide the circumference of a tennis ball by its diameter, and you get 3.14. Divide the circumference of the planet Mars by its diameter, and you get 3.14. Divide the circumference of the known universe by its diameter. You get the point. Pi is critical to several basic calculations in geometry, physics, and engineering, including the area of a circle, which is pi times the square of the radius, and the volume of a cylinder, which is pi r squared times the height of the cylinder. When the ancient Babylonians attempted to measure the precise area of circles back in 1900 BCE, they assigned a value to pi of 3.125. 
The ancient Egyptians came up with 3.1605. The Greek mathematician Archimedes, working in the 3rd century BCE, and the Chinese mathematician Zhu Changzi, working in the 5th century CE, are co-credited with calculating the most accurate approximations of pi before calculus and supercomputers gave us a more definitive answer. Then, in 1706, the self-taught Welsh mathematician William Jones assigned the Greek letter P to this magical number without end, possibly because P is the first letter of the Greek words for periphery and perimeter. The symbol's use was later popularized by 18th-century Swiss mathematician Leonard Euler, but wasn't adopted worldwide until 1934. The fact that pi can be found everywhere, not only in circles, but in arcs, pendulums, and interplanetary navigation, and that it's infinitely long, has inspired a cult following that includes plenty of geeky tattoos and even its own national holiday. National Pi Day was officially recognized by the United States Congress in 2009, but the definitely not square roots of the holiday can be traced back to 1988 and a man named Larry, the Prince of Pi, Shaw. Shaw was a beloved longtime employee at the Exploratorium, a science museum in San Francisco, California, and came up with the idea of Pi Day on a 1988 staff retreat following the death of Exploratorium founder Frank Oppenheimer. The date for celebration? Well, because the first digits of Pi are 3.14, March 14th, or 314. Even better, March 14th is also Albert Einstein's birthday, making Pi Day a nerd doubleheader. The first Pi Day celebration was nothing more than Shaw and his wife handing out slices of fruit pie and tea at 1.59 p.m., uh, 1.59 being the three digits following 3.14. But the holiday quickly gained fame in the Bay Area. Shaw eventually built the Pi Shrine at the Exploratorium, a circular classroom with a circular brass plaque at its center. Every Pi Day celebration at the Exploratorium ended with a colorful parade led by Shaw blasting his boombox with a remix of Pomp and Circumstance set to the digits of Pi and circling the Pi Shrine exactly 3.14 times. The parade ended with the singing of Happy Birthday to Albert Einstein. The Prince of Pi passed away in 2017, but the annual Exploratorium party continues, as do Pi Day celebrations the world over. Popular ways to celebrate include baking a pie, or some kind of circular treat, and holding pie recital contests. The current world record for memorizing and reciting the most digits of pie was set by Suresh Kumar Sharma of India in 2015, when he recited a staggering 70,030 digits in 17 hours and 14 minutes. But it's okay to start somewhere below that. Uh, producer Tyler says that at one point, back in the day, he had about 150 memorized, but right now can do around 80. 3.1415926535897932384626432659503992751058209741052097164062860 Today's episode was written by Marshall Brain and Dave Ruse and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other curious topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hold up. 
happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.